for another episode of Meet Our Community, the Hispanic business community here in Orange County, powered by the Orange County Hispanic Chamber of Commerce and the guy who knows everybody, John Gutierrez. Hey, everybody. Thank you, Paul. And uh, thank you again for tuning in to our community podcast show powered by the Orange County Hispanic Chamber of Commerce. We are once again here at OC Talk Radio. We thank everybody for tuning in. And I'm your host, John Gutierrez, Senior Vice President here at the Hispanic Chamber of Commerce. And we have with us another community leader, great friend of ours, longtime member of our chamber, Mr. Jay Ungos, who's the president and founder of SBDN, which is Small Business Diversity Network. Also, he is created called Tag Network. And he's also, of course, an entrepreneur who created a digital business card that when I met him first, he was just all over helping everybody with their businesses. And again, welcome, Mr. Jay Ungos. What's going on, Johnny G? Glad to be here. <laughs> Thank you for joining us, Jay. I know that we have a lot to cover because there's a lot you're doing in the community for a long time. How long have you been with us at the chamber? Because I know we connected about eight years ago, maybe. Yeah, that sounds about right. Probably like seven to eight years. Seven when years I first ago, right? Started to hit the Orange County community. And tell us, you started because of your digital business card business that you were out there networking with people? That's right. Yeah, I started in 2010. I started that business, you know, got a lot of inspiration from just my prior career in the mortgage industry and sales. So, you know, I figured out, you know, I wanted to do something different, started my own company in 2010. And here I am. What we refer to as the good old days, <laughs> yeah. back in 99 till, you know, the bubble hit in 2008. Yeah, I was crushing it, you know, just homecomings financial. So my background was in Orange County, but, you know, I really mm-hmm. learned a lot from that experience working with a, a great group of folks. Let me start off by, I, I want to make sure we get into all the business stuff that, that we're doing in the community. But we have a lot of listeners that are our youth chamber, a lot of right. our members, and I love sharing the story of who you are so let's get a little bit let's dive in a little bit into who you are where you grew up tell us a little bit about i know obviously you're filipino yep from the islands can you share a little bit about the background the family yeah just the history of of your family and who you all are and how you started this whole thing man yeah we're gonna take it way back so you know i came here in 81 I was seven. Don't do the math, guys. <laughs> uh, had very, very limited English. Grew up in Highland Park. You was know, that a challenge? The limited it was, English? You know, a little bit. Yeah, you know, okay. coming here was a, definitely a big change for us. It was just uh, my family, my brother and I. So we grew up in Highland Park, you know, in uh, L.A., uh, it was a pretty tough neighborhood back in the days, man. Okay. I mean, <laughs> okay. you know how it was. But growing up, you know, we went to uh, elementary school, but, there, you know, back in the 80s, there was a bunch of gangs there. You know what I mean? So yeah. my dad was like, after a couple of years, after my first scrap at like elementary school, I'm like, I got to get the kids out of here. <laughs> so he moved us out. You know, we went to the the valley, uh, grew up in the valley. Pretty um, hot, right? Yeah. The Burbank, you know, that's okay. where I grew up. Uh, went to college in uh, Pasadena, went to a uh, you know, high school at Providence High School, Catholic school. Oh, okay. You know, they uh, they wanted to keep me out of trouble, but you know, Catholic school, <laughs> it's still that's where they put all the troubled kids there. <laughs> you know what? It was great fun though. I didn't realize that. I didn't realize that. <laughs> it's a yeah. joke that we have. <laughs> so, was that going from the islands to the U.S. to being now in Catholic school? Mm-hmm. What would you say that as a kid you were already being instilled? 
a lot of what you're obviously the toolbox of today in your life. What were you learning as a young kid from from your parents, from the school, the, yeah. the school of knots, right? Like being out in the right. streets, like in Burbank and <laughs> in the valley. Not that the streets are bad, but you right. said, I mean, you had transitioned from a tough neighborhood to a better neighborhood, right. right? So, you know, that's a great question. So growing up, my parents had always instilled God first, you know, God, family, then finance. So, you know, that, that really stuck with me. You know, growing up in a valley was a very diverse community. Okay. You know what I mean? My best friend was Hispanic, my Armenians, black, um, you know, Asians. But primarily, you know, when I grew up, it was my best friend was like Hispanic. So, you know, we're, we're that's why I really got accustomed to, you know, really hanging out, getting the culture down. And then um, and then, you know, it was just a good it really like molded me because moving into Orange County, this is like. You know, it's so diverse in Orange County that I was so used to this, but now I get to take it to the next level and really get to, um, you know, get, get really get to be able to relate to the communities out here. So as a young man, let me just take you back there. Being Filipino, would you say there wasn't a lot of Filipino families around then? There, the you, you know, there the was, but primarily they were like in Glendale, Eagle Rock. Okay. You know, and then the other hot spots were like for us were like in L.A., uh-huh. Cerritos, Carson area. You know, don't get me wrong. I'm proud of my yeah. ethnic background and, and who I am and everything. But just growing up, you know, I was I was able to get to hang out with both yeah. both communities. But more primarily, I was really, um, you know, growing up, I, I really got to, to learn how to mix um with all the cultures and i think that helps me now because yeah. i'm able to kind of understand you know everybody and and a little bit about their culture and and, and that helps me relate to them a little bit better that's great and, yeah. I, and i love how you said earlier that your dad i think you're i don't know if you want to put that paul keeps looking at me like what's that sound he's going crazy <laughs> he's a busy guy paul that's why his phone keeps ringing man i mean he had he had the governor calling him earlier from the office you <laughs> governor's, <know>? office. <laughs> governor's office governor's office i guess going into the whole diversity right right that's kind of cool that you were able to like intermix with all these because you probably learned a lot about the food the culture right the music Right, which plays such a huge role yep. in what you're doing today. Yeah, no, I mean, we we were spoiled back in the '80s, '90s. I always believed that we had the best of everything, especially music. Uh-huh. You know, just growing up, you know, the the, the way hip hop, new wave, you know, these, the way the the music is I just. I kind of totally see different. you like being one of those DJs or something. Like <laughs> I want, you know, yeah? did you ever do you, that? I did <laughs> in did high you? school. Yeah. No way. So I got to do that, you know. I uh, back in the days, like the party cruise or something. Party cruise, like yeah. the hot import nights. You what? know, the big thing. So I, I was oh, a little man. racer back then too. Were you in the magazines? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I, I wouldn't say my car because I, you know, I didn't, yeah. I, I didn't have that much money growing up. There's some but nice cars. There was some those, nice cars. Yeah, yeah but fixing up some nice cars. Yeah, but I definitely had friends who, you know. Yeah. Uh, we're into that and you know i love sports basketball yeah. football so you know growing up that, that was pretty cool you but, play sports in the high school i did yeah i played basketball in high school okay you love point guard i was i was a point guard slash shooting guard nice more point you know i always say sports plays a such a huge role yes. in our lives that's why my son who's in sports now right 
I love that the whole just team concept, right? Mm -hmm. It teaches how to fight for the bone and right. how to compete. And that's really the business world today, right? It you got to compete. You got to fight for the business, right? right? But at the same time, you have to learn how to be a team player. That's right. Would you say sports did that for you? It did, you know, it, and it really um, taught me the grind. Like, I'm not the biggest guy out there, mm -hmm. um, but, you know, playing football, because I was playing like in sixth or eighth grade. They're, they were supposed to have a football team okay. at Providence, but they didn't. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So I ended up, you know, going into basketball. But using that analogy with Dennis Rodman, he wasn't the biggest guy out there, but he wanted the ball more the than most. anything. Yeah, exactly. The most. Yeah. So I, I use that mentality in a sense where, you know, if you really want something that bad, you're going to make it happen. So that was actually my, my interview. I used that. Uh -huh. and, I, and I told Shannon Thurman, who hired me with no experience, I said, hey, I may not have all the experience, but I'll guarantee you this. I'll be your top three out of the 15 you hire. And I did that. Wow. And I used that analogy with Dennis Rodman. And he hired me on that day. No way. And I was. I ended up <laughs> becoming the number one guy wow. in the mortgage industry for, for at least Ames back in the day. Yeah. That's that's that goes to show that obviously playing sports, right, plays right. a huge role and it makes a difference. Uh, share with us a little bit once you got out of high school and you entered that that world of, I guess you could say, business. You're going into the whole mortgage. What was that like? I mean, were you part of that whole boom, but at the same time, part of the whole like when it went down pretty pretty bad? Yeah. So you know, let me give you a little background on that. Um, so coming out of high school, I went into Pasadena City College. Um, you know, Filipino, uh -huh. um, we're in our, our backgrounds in, in medical, right? Yes. So my dad was a doctor. My, my mom was a clinical lab scientist. So I actually, believe it or not, I'm a licensed x-ray tech. Oh, wow. <laughs> medical assistant. Okay. So, you know, I did that. But when it got to my clinicals and I got to see like a bunch of sick people, I, I you know, you had to really have a passion for that. And... You know, I, I'm like, that's when I told my parents, I'm like, I did it, I tried it, but the medical industry is just not for me. <laughs> so I did a lot of praying, you know, I met my wife, and from there, everything just took off. Shout out to the wife, right? Shout out to the wife, yeah, you always <laughs> you always need, you know, somebody on your side. Like for me, that I felt like that's what I needed to really anchor me, um, and she pretty much believes everything that I can do. So, you know, taking that, I was actually going to technology. That was my first thing, but I ended up getting hired as an internet uh, support for this mortgage company. Okay. So I did all their internet training, marketing. I I I, I did it in in six months. I I probably moved up like six positions to where I became marketing director, and then I finally met the sales guy. You know, I would set up the booth. It's it was a lot of hustle, man. Like a lot of work. And then I devy it up to the guy, lay it up. And then once I sold the guy, I introduced a sales rep. And then he showed me his paycheck. And once he showed me his paycheck, I was like, there's something wrong here. And that changed everything. I went into sales <laughs> after that. <laughs> That's too funny. Yeah. So You're like, I need to change what I'm doing. Well, here. I had a baby coming. Yes. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I couldn't work any harder. So I'm like, you know, I could learn it. You know what I mean? The, the funny thing was that. That first company, WMC, didn't want to hire me after they saw what I did. So I got referred over to my guy over at Shannon Thurman in Orange County. He started Ames Direct. It was a new startup in OC. Okay. 
that's where I, I got my start. And ever since then, I didn't look back, moved in um, Orange County in 99, and I've been here ever since. And would you say, that, is that where you felt that you learned more of your sales techniques and things like that? It is, yeah. So sales is, you know, you're always going to need that in business. Mm-hmm. Um, I wasn't, to me, it wasn't about the sale. It was more for earning the, the client's trust. It's always about bringing value. Um, I've always told people I'm a relationship guy. Business comes second to me. Yes. Um, I always want them to, to be able to know what I can do. And, you know, if, if they gave me a task or if they're able to give me their business, then I do everything I could possibly can to make it happen. So, you know, it, it it's kind of like that servant kind of thing where let me prove myself first, roll up my sleeves, let me show what I, what I could do and then be able to. And I know building, once you build that trust, then the business will come. And at what point did you decide to launch the digital business card uh, business as an entrepreneur? So in 2008, you guys know what happened. You know, I tried to go, I tried to go back in the mortgage industry again, but I'm like, ah, didn't really like it. So, you know, at that time we had three houses because we were still living that mortgage lifestyle you know yeah that's when i knew my wife really loved me because i told her hey you know do we want to keep this orange county lifestyle or can we start over and let me invest this in a business okay and she's like you know pray about it do what you feel is best and that's when i did it i started my own company in wait, 2010. Wait, hold on. <laughs> Let's give another shout out to yeah. the wife again, <laughs> because that is some great advice, right? Pray about it. Pray about it. And think about it. And and but but she supported you. That's right. Right. That's sometimes some of the things we instead of putting a barrier there and saying no, right, you're crazy, you shouldn't do this. Are you kidding me? It could have gone a different route. Been, that's right? right. And she said no. Pray about this. If you right. feel you want to do this, I'm with you. Let's do this. Right. That, that says a lot, right? Yeah, she saw the look. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> but once they buy in, it's like it's on. You needed yeah. that extra. Yeah. You know, because I, I always believed in balance. And if you don't have the balance, then it's going to be tough going all in. So wow. in order to get all in, you got to, you, you know, so you had an investment, the, you put it into it and you started that business. That's it. Yeah. In 2010, never looked back. I always believed in, you know, being able to whatever gets you up, you got to have the passion for that. Mm -hmm. So, you know, that's why I did what I did, because mortgage, lending, loans, that didn't get me out of bed. The money was good, but it's just I felt like that wasn't my calling. I just needed something else. Just wasn't there. It just wasn't there. Wow. Yeah. And this was. It was. yeah. Yeah. I mean, look where we're at now. And, you know, the journey in my mind is a little different because you just never know till you go through it, right? Well, being an entrepreneur is not easy because it's not easy because you have to kind of create your own journey. That's right. My dad always had this old saying, and and being Filipino and Latinos, uh, there's probably a lot of old quotes and old sayings from our our grandparents, our parents, right? And my dad always would say this saying in Spanish, "Como corre el agua," which means how the how the water flows right like how the water flows in the river around the rocks life is like that kind of like what what bruce lee had right had said about the the study the water the flow of the water and i think as an entrepreneur you kind of have to do that right you have to there's days that you're like i don't know what i'm doing but i think i should be doing this right and you're like let's try it let's try it trial and error 
and you're just and people may look at you like you're crazy why right. why are you doing this and you're like i don't know but something tells me in my gut and like you said pray about it right right you pray about it i pray every morning i get up and i i say my prayers and i'm like lead me the right direction that's right lead me the way you think you can lead me right and sometimes it's good and sometimes it's not right so i can imagine you being an entrepreneur was not easy no it wasn't you know i always tell people this is probably like the hardest thing i've ever done but it's the most satisfying thing i've yes. ever done you know we have to get it done there is no excuse i have four kids so you know you know shout out to the kids <laughs> shout out to the kids for keeping your dad motivated we gotta we gotta make it happen right so, so at what point now you're at these events because i'm running into you at these events right. networking right the chamber and other networking events the the asian chamber many different chamber events in the community right. and at some point you decide to create is it the tag network Yes. Like that happens next, right? No, the Tag Network was actually a rebrand from the Bar Pages. So okay. um, it's an extension. This is like next level with the digital business card, how it evolved. Um, you know, going through the life of an entrepreneur, you become sort of like a networker, right? Mm -hmm. So, yeah, yeah. you know, you go through all the channels, the chambers of commerce, networking events. Yeah. And then I ran into like the Philippine American Chamber of commerce shout out to my guys over there and also the asian business association of orange county that's right uh the hispanic chamber that's right you know what i mean so i felt like going into the networking events with the ethnic chambers i felt at home okay it wasn't always so transactional sometimes you know nothing against the chambers or yeah. just some of the things i, I i've just you know, you go, you've experienced it, I'm sure, when you went into some networking and it just feels transactional. They just, you know, trying to sell on you all the time. Like, get, <laughs> bro, get away from it. <laughs> you ever get like hey, that? Well, you, you, you know, I, everybody's I mean, trying to sell. Man. Everybody's got to sell. I, I know every, everybody's got to eat, but I'm like, geez, we just got here. <laughs> it's kind of like one of those, what do they call the little markets they put at the downtown areas of, with all the vegetables and fruits? What right. they, they, it's a pop-up, right? It's a pop-up, Everybody's man. trying to sell you something, right? Jeez. It's like, hey, you want my oranges, apples? <laughs> what do you want? You know, right. what you got, you know? What you got. But, but if you're not selling, right, then you're not closing. You're not closing. You're not feeding the kids. I mean, so that's right. the fact that you continue to get up every day, right, says a lot. Because you said, I got, I got no choice. Got no I got choice. no excuses. I got to do this. Right. Right. And then eventually, I know you created SBDN, which is the Small Business Diversity Network. Right. Share with everybody what that is and what's going on with it. Because I think you're doing some great things in the community. Yeah. So, you know, really learning and growing from just some of the networking opportunities that I learned from you know, like the Filipino Chamber, the Asian Business Association. Uh, through the Asian Business Associ Association, I met some really great contacts. Um, they had great technical assistance, education that taught me how to get certified as a minority-owned business. Mm -hmm. And they showed me the advantages. I'm like, wow, so I could actually work with companies like Disney, Southern California Edison, Charter. And I ended up getting contracts. Let's you know? repeat that again, Jay, because I think a lot of people don't know that, right? Right. Minority-owned Business. business what does that mean jay for people that don't know so if you're 51 percent minority owned or even veteran women lgbt or disabled owned business you could get certified as a small business mm -hmm. um, and what that means is you know there you're classified as a disadvantaged business so basically you have big organizations companies agencies like you know 
SBA, the state, mm-hmm. uh, basically anybody who um, you know buys gives contracts, mm-hmm. um, they want to make it to where you know the disadvantaged businesses they also have a, a chance yeah. to be able to get these procurement opportunities, right? It, it's kind of like this rule is set up in place so when Disneyland only is giving the big projects the big to projects, the big dogs, right? Right. right. They're kind of like, in a way, forced to say, hey, you also have to give some to the small businesses. Am I correct? Yes. Yes. I don't know if they're forced to, but, but you know, but, the higher they give makes, you know, it's, it's better exactly. for the community. Maybe not forced, but... Right. But they're 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 advised. They're advised, yeah. yeah. And, and and you know, it makes their portfolio look better because they do have diverse partners as well. So they just want to make sure that they're doing um, the best for the community. So, you know, things like that, what I've learned, it really motivated me. And so when it became my turn to be able to lead that organization, the first thing I did coming out of COVID, it was hard, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and my my whole expertise was in digital. So coming out of COVID. It was a perfect transition mm-hmm. uh, to really turn that organization around because now if we if we created a solid digital foundation, we knew that when the when the market started opening up, that it would just be a perfect um, you know combination of, um, of both communities. So that's what I did. That's the first thing I did for the past couple of years mm-hmm. is really being able to build that collaboration is key. Being able to you know, collaborate with all the Asian um, chambers of commerce, the Vietnamese, Filipino, mm-hmm. Korean, Chinese, um, you know, so being able to bring that. So not not only from Orange County, but we also uh, collaborate with CalAsian. I, I also talk to all the ABAs from ABA San Diego, LA to Inland Empire. But then we also went outside of the state to outside of the, you know, the whole United States. So th- there was US PAC. We partnered with National Diversity Coalition and uh, NAC. I, I got to tell you something. Listening to you reminds me of when I watch Guy Fieri on TV. And 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 I say this because Ruben Franco, our president, who you knew well, you know well, always makes fun of me that I remind him. His son says I remind <laughs> a him little of, bit. of Guy Fieri. Because of my goatee and my hair is <laughs> yeah. all standing, right? And when I watch these food channel shows, right. I love when they go into the Asian communities because, you know, when he talks about Mexican food, I know Mexican food, right? right. But he but he brings out these like they bring out the bowls mm-hmm. and they're like, OK, in here we got the pork, we got the veggies, we got this. We, and these 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 delicious looking, beautiful bowls of like pho or other stuff that mm-hmm. they're making. A lot of what you're doing reminds me of that. Like like you got tech. Right. You're passionate about tech. For some reason, you just love tech. But. You're passionate about people, right. and you're passionate about the community. Am I right here, Jay? I, I mean, it, it goes back to you're like one of these bowls <laughs> of a little bit of like a little bit of everything to create a good recipe. Right now, why should Asians have all the fun? <laughs> why should it just be? Don't get me wrong, I love Asian food, but you asked why? Why SBDN? Right. This is why. If we could do that, right with the Asian and the benefits of collaborating when we brought those groups together, we ended up having more resources, more programming, and even more funding between organizations. More funding and resources meant more impact mm-hmm. in our communities. Yeah. So, you know, we did that with a board that I inherited, basically. Yeah. But I'm like thinking as an entrepreneur. No, 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 no. You're thinking as Jay. <laughs> <laughs> who was in Burnbank and in the Valley 
Right. That's where SBDN was born. Right. You already had this in your mind as a kid, in your heart. Like you were hanging with Armenian kids. That's right. The Mexican kids, the everything, like you already had, this was, this is Jay when he was a kid. So that's a great point because now when we put this together, I went out and I actually created our own dream team. Okay. So, you know, I, I want to be on the dream team. What the heck? <laughs> well, that's why we're talking, bro. How come I'm not on the dream team? What's going I, on here? You know, I've always <laughs> wanted, hey, hey, for the record, guys, I've I'm always just... <laughs> wanted to hang out with this dude ever since, you know, when, when we did some stuff with ABALC. Yeah. But, but the timing wasn't there yet. But yeah. this time, the timing is now. <laughs> So I'm really excited. Nothing against Ruben. You know, Ruben's <laughs> he's the godfather, but I know Johnny G and me, we're 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 different. You know, we're <laughs> we could bring, we could literally bring the community together from, you know, the, the baby boomers to the Gen X, millennials, Gen Y, Gen X, you know, Gen Z's. Gen Z's, yeah. I think if they put us together, man, we we could do some crazy stuff. I think you and I see eye to eye in the sense that we want we're passionate about the community. We want to make a difference. We want to mentor young kids. We want to help mid-sized businesses. And obviously we want to collaborate with the big corporations, right? right. We want a little bit of everything. Like we said, it's, it's, it's a great bowl of a uh, great recipe, right? Um, but at the same time, you got to have fun. That's right. Because that's in our blood, in our culture, right? You know, our food, our music, the art, the every, everything. So, so we want to have fun, right? While right. doing it. Why, why not? Why not? Yeah. Why not? Why does it have to be just too corporate, right? Right. Because small businesses, as entrepreneurs, we struggle a lot. Yeah. And and a lot of stress. And sometimes you need a little <laughs> stress reliever by having a little bit of fun. That's right. Like like we're talking about possibly doing this event September fifteenth. We'll just throw it out there, yeah. right? We're talking about you know doing a Hispanic Heritage Month together. Together. With mariachi. Yep. and music and the community right right we're, we're, we're in talks about doing this why not have a little bit of fun that's right and this guy knows what he's talking about guys i mean <laughs> why do you say that jay <laughs> what, what, what is that coming you know from? just just from experience i mean <laughs> just one of the fundraisers you know let's uh, a week and a half ago and mind you i was at pachanga okay and i came down i cut my I cut my trip short Your just vacation? to my vacation, my little mini getaway, <laughs> just to hang out with Johnny G on his birthday. And man, this guy knows to ha knows how to have fun, and I'm I'm so glad that I went. But he's exactly right, you know. Just because it's business doesn't have you know doesn't mean that it has to be boring or you know just about business. It's it's about relationships. It's yes. about growth. It's about being able to. You know, take your connections, being able to have fun at the same time. One of my mentors once taught me that to be a good salesman, you have to be a good problem solver. Right. Right. You're not a salesman. You're a problem solver. That's In right. order to help somebody with a problem, you have to what? Have a good relationship with them. You have to they ha you have to gain their trust. Right. You were in, right. been in sales. Yeah. Right. So part of that is how do you break the ice? How do you have people relax and it's almost like, how do you break bread, right? right? Why do you think people have luncheons, right? Why do we do golf tournaments? Right. Why? do Why? Because we're trying to break bread. We're trying to gain people's trust. And that's then right. we do business, right? And so for me, that's why I'm excited about the September 15th event 
that we're looking at. We're looking at either 14th or 15th. We'll let people right. know. And and possibly we're looking at Spoons, right? Right. There's a place that you want to do it at with Tony over there. With Tony, yeah. And, um, and again, Hispanic Heritage Month. Um, I know that you have your monthly breakfast networking mixers. Share with people how they can attend these or be a part of these because I know we only have a few minutes left. Please. Yeah, just uh, you know, go to our website, sbdn.info, for more information. So we have these um, once a month. For the mixers, I'm really excited about the Hispanic Heritage. Um, we did one for Black History Month. We did one for uh, Women's History Month. You know, we just did one for the AAPI Month. So, you know, yep. I'm really excited about this one because I've been wanting to do a Hispanic Heritage Month mixer, especially with Johnny G. So he's, he's going to bring a, a, a real legit mariachi band that's supposed to be off the chain so you guys make we're, sure we're you working come. on the good mariachi band yeah yeah we won't say who it is but yeah he, he gives me he tells me they're the one so well you gotta uh, have good mariachi good music <laughs> and I, I won't say it tequila <laughs> like pa, pa's giving me the look like yeah that's right tequila right and you have a procurement conference also that it's coming so, up yeah, so we do have a procurement conference. We just had a, a diversity convention back in June, but our procurement conference, you definitely don't want to miss this opportunity because it's going to be talking about certification. Uh, we're going to have all our certifying partners there, and we're going to, mo mo more importantly, we're going to have our buyers there. So if you want to meet buyers who could potentially give you contracts, um, definitely come to that one. We're putting that together. So um, it, it'll be somewhere in Anaheim. Um, so uh, as soon as we put the venue down, um, you know, definitely check out our website. And also they can find you, Jay Ungos, at Facebook, right? Right. A great place to connect with you there. Or LinkedIn. Or LinkedIn. Okay. Mm -hmm. And folks, again, please connect with Jay. He's doing a lot in the community. Jay, thank you so much for being on the show. Next time you come, we're going to have you talk about all the cool tattoos. Yeah. I heard there's a history behind there. I know Paul sure. gave me the little stinky eye. But uh, again, president, founder of SBDN, Small Business Diversity Network, Mr. Jay Ungos. And again, he also has his digital business card business, which is really, really cool. If you don't have a digital business card, have Jay set it up for you. Jay, thank you so much for being here. Hey, thanks Con for having me. Continue all success. And thank you for everything you're doing in the community, brother. I appreciate it. Hey, stay connected with me. Just text DIGITAL to 90407. Talk to you soon. All right, Paul. Let's take it away. Well, there you have it. Another reason to tune in each and every time to meet our community, the Hispanic business community here in Orange County. Powered by the Orange County Hispanic Chamber of Commerce and Orange County's only community radio station, OC Talk Radio. Streaming live from our studios here at the University of California Irvine's Field Live Innovation Center.